Welcome to the Dog Pond Daily Podcast. I'm Stephen Kabitza. I'm joined once again by Andrew Seipt, who is just overjoyed to be talking Browns football in the middle of April. Andrew, are you excited for the season? Can't, man, you never let me introduce myself. You always just let me introduce myself once. <laughs> this is a two-man nope, show. That's not how it works. It's not <laughs> a give and take. It is. I give you the microphone. We you see, clearly see who wears the pants in this business relationship. <laughs> Can I introduce myself? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the Browns are kind of. I mean, Cavs just started the playoffs, and the Indians, while they're still not in their groove yet, it's still a little bit more fun to watch than talking about the same thirty players in the draft for. And the same, and a same. You can only talk Browns quarterbacks for so long. See, that's why I introduced you because I know if I if you, you did it yourself, it'd just be uh, <laughs> just be an open a two Here minute we go <laughs> a two minute monologue of what's what's pissing me off and <laughs> with the Browns recently. <laughs> Some dark, dark, cold open. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's a week until the draft. There's really nothing's changed much. Well, I mean. You've got guys like Mahomes apparently flying up draft boards, and same with McCaffrey by basically doing nothing. I mean, McCaffrey has not, uh, he's declined every single private workout that he's been invited to. He's a mysterious man. Yet he's now appeared in the top 10 in quite a few mock drafts to the Carolina Panthers. And one I saw as high as, I think, uh, maybe it was four to Jacksonville instead of Leonard Fournette. So maybe those are clickbait articles, but. Like, I I don't see where do you think this this sudden rise is coming from? Well, I will have to say one thing. Um, Your FaceTime camera is pointing at your armpit. So Uh, it's a bit of a difficult conversation, but I will answer your question. (laughs) Sorry, I wasn't looking. Okay, (laughs) I know. See, this is why I have to introduce you so you can get all set up. Now, I think this time of year, I'm hopeless. (laughs) This time of year, always you see guys shoot up. It's almost because (laughs) shoot up what? (laughs) <laughs> the, the draft boards you see guys shooting up oh my god now you see him shoot up the draft boards i think it's kind of a symptom of guys like mel kuyper and todd mcshay they can't just go on espn and go oh yeah it's everything's the same because then the anchors would just look at them they haven't made any changes in your seven mock drafts but like nope all the same so they look yeah. at a running back and they say well a team like jacksonville or you know whatever may need a new guy like this maybe they'll take him at four and the team is never putting out this info I mean, and if the team's putting it out, like, it always makes me think, like, if the Browns came out and said that, and they have kind of in a sense that they like Trubisky, like, it almost makes me think that, like, they want someone else to take Trubisky or, like, I don't know, uh, try and entice the Browns for a trade. Something that they want Mitchell Trubisky when, why, if at this point, why would you even release that information if that's, if that's your true intent? So are you thinking that they really want him? But they know it's like a guilty pleasure, so they want someone else to take him first. I mean, I think that they, I think they really do want him. And at twelve, they would take him. I don't think that he'll be there at twelve, though. So, I don't know if it's teams. I don't know. I don't really know how that helps them at number twelve, unless they plan on trading up. Do you think they would trade up for Mitch? That's kind of the. I don't want to say rumors, but just like the popular opinion that they could trade up with Tennessee. I, I don't know because there's there's. They're the most confusing organization to predict things, not just because of the turnover, but or constant turnover from year to year. But they they always seem to be more in favor of trading down at least earlier in the draft and then trading up more in the middle. Well, to select they, like a mid level wide receiver prospect or something. I I do not think they trade up for Mitch though, and I, I don't mean, think they would need to. Honestly, I don't see him going in the top eleven. I think Buffalo's I think Buffalo's got a good shot to take him. 
or, or at least one of the quarterbacks. Not really sure who it is, but the thing is, is I, like obviously there's one guy in this draft that's going to be a friend, or hopefully a, a a guy that a team looks at and says that's our that's a franchise quarterback, kind of like a Teddy Bridgewater, where you don't really know, but for at least three years that's their guy, until of course his catastrophic knee injury, but. There's there's so much depth, I think, even behind just these top three guys. You look at – I think Mahomes is even sliding in ahead, ahead of Kaiser as the number three guy, but you've got Trubisky, Watson, Mahomes, Kaiser. But the, even after that, you've got guys like Nathan Peterman, Josh Dobbs, Davis Webb, guys that may not necessarily go in the first round but are second-round guys, third-round guys. Yeah, Fourth, Josh like, Dobbs is interesting. I know Tom Moore and Dog Pond Daily recently wrote about it. Um, played with Hugh Jackson at the Senior Bowl. He's a genius, so that helps. And, I mean, with quarterback, it's not like he was a horrible quarterback who was smart. He was a solid quarterback who's a genius. So, I mean, he's going to blow it away at meetings. And if they don't want to, like you just said, there's some, it's more deeper than everyone's expecting. We're not yeah. expecting, but saying, like, oh, it's just these guys. Like, okay, like there, well, how I, many quarterbacks come out in later rounds and succeed? Exactly, and it, it's not not even guys or they're guys that people are taking, or at least so far that that if you can get these guys, they're all kind of considered a steal based on where they're going to be drafted. You know, no one wants to obviously reach for a quarterback, but like there's not a quarterback so far in this draft that like even Nathan Peterman, a lesser talked about guy. I've heard people say, I think it was, uh, I forget who it was, Greg Cosell maybe said that he's like got the the, the skills right now to translate to the NFL, like right now. Like day one, he probably couldn't play very well. He's got things he's got to work on, but he has skills right now that make him very good. But there's also a lot of limitations or very noticeable limitations with those guys that prevent them from being number one picks. So it's all, I think it's really about what a team is looking for in a quarterback that's going to decide where these guys fall. Yeah, it's, it's, this time of year is always tough because, I mean, even stud prospects, there's always something wrong. There's always something that someone's going to pick out. Well, I mean, I think Ken Carmen said it this morning. He's like, you stare at something long enough, you're going to find problems with it. It's like, yeah. that's true. I mean, how many weeks from now have we talked about Miles Garrett being the number one pick? It's like, and there's people now saying he's, like, too nice. Oh, it's And he's, it's like, dumb. immature. I'm like, he's, like, like, young 20s. Oh, Ross he's Tucker. Like just out of college. And, and like, what do, you, what do you expect him to be like? Ross Tucker was like, oh, he's, he's socially awkward. So I, I don't know if that's something <laughs> I want, like okay like i i don't he's not a huge bro that's the problem yeah only talks about football and plays football we had an ex an extrovert in johnny manzel and let's see how that worked out like i don't care to be more like a 1980s thing i don't know why certain guys hold on to it like oh go out to the uh, you know go out after the game and pound 30 football guy football guy yeah and like it's the guys who slam each other's heads yeah you know on the field slap each other's heads i don't see why anyone would come up with that about Garrett. I don't know if that is it's group just it's a just producer fine. like this will do well. It's just finding it's just finding you're getting clicks, you're getting I mean, there's a whole lot of motivations for why people do the things they do this time of year because it's it's just easy, you know. So and a lot I mean Miles Garrett still has to go out and prove as a rookie that he's worthy of the number one pick and It'll be interesting to see how he reacts to it because he's been pretty outspoken about a lot of things so far. Yeah, it's. I feel like in two weeks <laughs> we're going to sit down and be like, can you believe that the Browns didn't take Miles Garrett at number one? I hope that's, that's not just, what happens. I mean, either, but that's, that, I mean, it's possible. That's 
the way we've, we've been building up it's the same way like oh well these guys are the top prospects he's definitely going number one till they trade it away these, you hear these rumors like what if the browns take trubisky and you're like that won't happen but there's no proof that they won't yeah would you take an offer like tennessee got from the rams last year to move out like it's like three number ones to and go two to twos. Five. No, like I don't even I don't know where you would drop. I mean the the Tennessee. Where did Tennessee drop to last year? Ten. Ten. No, I'm not sure, but I know that they're five this year. I, oh no, I they were. Say, I would say no. The Rams traded from fifteen to one, and then Tennessee was fifteen, and then they traded with us to eight. So. Oh yeah, I would say no. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't do it because then it's just. You're still compiling draft picks. You're never drafting talent. I know. Like the 76ers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, statistically, you're going to find better players or more quality players. Or you could just take Garrett. Yeah. I I don't know how you could pass on him. It it makes no sense. Browns fans would love it because they're like, it just delays. You know, it's like, well, we're not going to be good this year. But once we have these guys, I'm like, what are we going to have? Like, we always say, like, a team of rookies. Yeah. That's never worked ever. It's going to be so funny. Like what I'm so like part of the reason why I want the Browns to turn around so bad is I just can't wait for like, even when we're for like 10 and six for like two years in a row. Like what are, what are people going to be complaining about? Like say we draft Mitch and he's like, he's awesome. Leads us to the playoffs this year. Like we're basically on that same. Like, isn't that like, what, what are Browns fans going to have to like, what are are we going to complain about? You know, like there's, even if we solve the franchise quarterback problem, I think that's, that's the big one. Like, what? Are, what are sports radio in Cleveland gonna co- gonna exist with? Oh, if they have a franchise quarterback like pretty much every other team, I don't know what they're gonna talk about. They're gonna have to talk about the Indians. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. once. But no, it's we can't even fathom what it's like. I don't know. Because like, so this weird. New, I mean, we've only been fans since they've been bad. I remember those. Um, those seven year was crazy. That was a lot of fun because that was you actually showed up to the stadium and you were like. We got a chance to win. Like now I do it because I have to or else I'm going to go insane. But like then I just, was like. Not I, just having a chance to win, but you you go in like December and there's just that fun vibe, you know? Yeah. I mean, you were the, it's it's not a, oh, well, I paid for these, so I'm going to go. And everyone's just like drunk and angry. It's well, like, oh, this is a competitive December football game. Oh, when it's meaningful, it's it's crazy different. Like I've been to, I remember, remember going to Indians games like in high school when they kind of weren't that good. And we would go yeah, to like to the, hang out. Yeah, I mean, it was, it, was, to, it was to like try and go on dates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got dumped twice or not no showed twice on a double on a double header against the Mariners. That was fun though. I think we skipped school, didn't we? That was our that was our own senior skip day. No, I, I think our own senior skip day was just day where no one else skipped. Yeah, <laughs> just, and we just missed a bunch of work. Yeah, that was fun. And we felt really guilty about it the whole time. Nah, yeah, but it was fun though. They won. I think they won the first game. Then we saw Merriman and Gregor and a Harry Buffalo. <laughs> we promised them girls. I don't remember. All I know is to your point, yeah, it was just to go to hang out. Yeah. But it wasn't really like competitive. It was like, oh, if they win, that's cool. And with the Browns now, it's like you you don't even think they're gonna win. Well, that's it's why, just like that's why opening... I was at the season finale game in Pittsburgh with my friend, our mutual friend, and they were on like the two yard line and the whole Steelers stadium was quiet. My friend's like, why aren't you cheering? I was like, they're going to turn the ball over. And then Isaiah <laughs> Crowell fumbled and I go, my friend's like, did they, did he fumble? I go, yep. I, I, I told uh, you that was coming a mile away. <laughs> like No Browns fan there was standing. It was like, all right. I tweeted out after that. I was like, oh, Isaiah Crowell really wants Miles Garrett. <laughs> he must really want him just giving the ball away. And then they had like a 14 yard loss. I was like, that's, 
That's called a key red zone play. Yeah, but yeah, that's just the way they've screen. been for pretty much since 1999. It's just there's no confidence or hope. So that's why I wouldn't want them to trade more for more picks because you're just they've been doing that for. I mean, some years they didn't have a lot of picks. They traded them away. But do you? So back to your, I mean, kind of our our draft question. Do you think or these rumors kind of happened before about whether the franchise is going to take Mitchell? or Miles, number one, do you think Hugh Jackson wants Miles Garrett or Mitchell Trubisky? So the way I think of it is, like, if I'm if I'm Hugh Jackson and I'm not sold on Mitch or Deshaun Watson or Pat Mahomes or any of these guys, I'm not hitching my wagon to them at number, especially number one overall, because there's a if you miss on Miles Garrett and reach for a quarterback that doesn't pan out, I mean, you're kind of SOL. So unless you want to put your balls on the line for one of those quarterbacks, you got to, I think you got to go with the at least the number one prospect on everyone's board. Um, because not only does it provide you instant talent right away, he's, I, do you think he's almost like kind of, I wouldn't say concerned for his job, but providing himself a little bit more longevity? Because if you don't, you don't invest in a quarterback, you kind of still have that like in your back pocket to be like, well, all we need to, to draft a quarterback and we'll be okay, you know? Um, I don't know with that because, I mean, if he goes – you know, one in 15 again, Jimmy has might be like, you know, what's going on? How can I trust you guys? I don't think he would save it to have that option, but I do think he knows it's just smarter to not to wait, but just not to reach. Yeah. Cause there's no point to reach unless he really thinks that, you know, Mitch is a, you know, future star quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going to wait just for the sake of like, Oh, well, you know, if we put Brock Osweiler out there, I could just, like, reflect on the front office more than... Yeah. Also, he might start. I hope not. This season. I, like, remember when we got him, it's like, uh, he's going to be gone in a day. He's he's still here. I think he's going to get traded or cut. I, I have no... I mean, why would you even start him? I think you're better off with Cody Kessler. And I know... Because it's the Browns. Aren't you on the Cody Kessler train? I am compared to Brock, but I'd rather have them draft someone. I mean, I just I like Cody Kessler. I think he's solid. Um, but the thing that really sticks out to me is a, a lot of people compare him to Carson Wentz, and that he was statistically the same as Carson Wentz. But there's one glaring difference between those two, and it's that's Cody Kessler was zero and eight, and Carson Wentz won seven games for the Eagles. So um, that's a huge difference for me because not only are you looking at Cody Kessler as a guy that can't win a football game. I, there were times where I saw Carson Wentz take over a game and he, there are games that he may have lost for his team, like throwing too many interceptions, but there's also games where he put him on the, put him on his back and won it for him. So, and I don't see that out of Cody Kessler right now. Yeah. I don't know with him. He was never brought in the start, but it's weird. Like, well, why would you draft him anyway? I know teams do this every year, but you know, why would you draft a quarterback if he's not here to play or to win? I, yeah. I don't think he was a fair shot, and it's it's like a common thing Browns fans say, and I like to see a lot of Facebook comments where it's like, we're fine. We have Cody Kessler. The team was horrible last year. I go, okay, well, it's not like we, we have you know, young Peyton Manning or something. It's They were bad, and that also reflects on him. Yeah, and it's not like these guys are getting any younger, so it's like you got to start. When When is the clock going to start for this team when they get a – and it's, it is when they draft a quarterback. It just depends on – I mean, is it this year? Is it next year? I mean, how I hope it's this year? Because just another, like, I get the whole, I like the idea of rebuilding when you were as bad as the Browns were for so long. 
Mm-hmm. But just as a fan, you're like, oh, it's like how the Sixers fans in Philadelphia cheer. They're like, they chant, trust the process. Like, oh, like you're just watching bad sports of your favorite team. Yeah. Just but, in I the mean, hopes that they may like have a winning season. And I, I trust this process so far. I mean, they've made some good moves, but I mean, I can't say that they've done a good job because there's a still glaring need at quarterback. So. I mean, when when are you gonna? When are they just gonna do it? They haven't done it since Tim Couch. They have not. Yeah, true. They and and I, that's my whole point to this is they've never really hitched their wagon to a quarterback for longer than I mean, Brandon Whedon. I think was the last time that we had a guy that played for like two seasons and we were just like, nope, he's not very good. So, I mean, we can't even get that out of Cody Kessler. Couldn't get that out of RG three. Couldn't get that out of Johnny Manziel. Couldn't get that out of Brady Brady Quinn. I mean. At some point, they got to just take a guy or ma- just make a guy their guy. Yeah, just for, say for two, like how the Jags we always talk about do with Blake Bortles. Just, like, I mean, even if we stink, he's the quarterback. Yeah, you, well, you got to just see what you have. And if it's something yeah. that you can work with, I mean, if he's, if you, you can probably tell after four games if he's really not going to do anything in the NFL. So then if, that, if that's the case, then find somebody else. But, I mean, if you're in games and you see there's potential for him to, to grow into a potential franchise quarterback, then you've got to at least do something. You, you know, if he can stay on the field, I think that's that's what that's what the goal for whoever starts day one is just to be on the field for uh, 16 games. Is that a crazy goal that when you like the I love the screenshot of the Wikipedia page for Browns quarterbacks year by year, and it's at least like just several names and you're like, Oh, I forgot that he started a game that year. I forgot like that. Thad Lewis, Bruce Gradkowski, Charlie Whitehurst. Who else? Uh, Seneca Wallace was always a big one. <laughs> Kelly Holcomb. Reliable. I like Ke- Kelly Holcomb was pretty good though. He's probably one of the better ones we've had since we've been back. Uh, and Jeff, saying, Gar- Jeff Garcia, Jake Delhomme. I remember going uh, to oh, my favorite season, the reference when they got Jake Delhomme. And just watching him lose the game, just throw it away. Like we're like, why is Jake Delhomme our quarterback? Didn't he? I'm pretty sure. Like they played Tampa Bay in that his first game, yep. I think home opener. Didn't he throw it? Didn't he have like a good drive to start? I know. All I know is that they were winning, and I either threw a pick or fumbled it like midfield, and it was just he like, got hurt. He got hurt. He didn't even finish the game. Yeah, because that's when Colt went in, right? Oh, it may have been man. Seneca Wallace. That sucked. All I know is that whenever me and you are at Brown's home openers, quarterback gets hurt. Uh, that was the case this year when jo- that's <laughs> my hero Josh McCown played with one arm. Yeah, I hope. As I'm hoping I'm not back for Mitch's home. Or Mitch's uh, Mitch's first game. Then hope it's not a home opener. If they even get him, it w- I've already pinned my. I'm like, Dad, we should get season tickets after the Browns draft Mitch. We'll get our jerseys. We'll get these season tickets, and they're going to, like, trade out a one for a <laughs> bundle of, like, fourth-round picks. Yep. And they're going to draft nine receivers out of, like, the whack. <laughs> and it's just going to be another painful year. I mean, you've got a chance. And I'm always, as you guys have probably known by now, pretty optimistic. And I'll give you the benefit of the doubt until you prove me otherwise. So that's why I'm really – I'm usually pretty high on all these players until I watch them play and I go, ugh. Well, it makes sense to me because <laughs> – Everyone says, like, oh, this guy, unless someone clearly has some glaring flaw. 
I remember, oh, shoot, who who's like a young cornerback. And I remember he was trying to chase a receiver that was running straight down the sideline, and he took the worst angle ever. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I might have been Buster Screen or something. I was just like, did this – like, what angle was he taking? Like, he ended up, like, literally running behind him for the last 20 yards because he just misjudged it so poorly. It's like that guy right there. I'm like, not going to cut it. <laughs> you're at nope. the game. You're like, ooh. It, instant, instant off the list. That's That's a dunzo. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's hard not to be optimistic because it's really the unless you want to be so painfully angry every day of the year about the Browns, you have to like just you have some hope. Like their Snapchat story today, it's you know some offensive backups at a school reading books, and then it was like other half of it was them working out, and you're like, yeah, they're working out. Look at that, they're lifting weights. They're gonna be great. It's like, oh well, picking up stuff and putting it down. Woo! (laughs) It was. Joe Hayden had the camera and said, like, I'm, you know, I'm working for you guys. I was like, I believe you, Joe Hayden, but you're also kind of broken. I don't believe anything they say. Good, good. Talk <laughs> they all just you do want. like five cleans and then they turn off the camera. They're like, all right, let's go eat. This I remember is when Joe, I remember when Joe Hayden said that Justin Gilbert was looking good and working out hard, too. So, yeah. OK, I, I'll take it. I, all right. Joe. Fine. I mean, I don't I don't care what they say. They could. I could not hear a Browns news until like from the draft until maybe OTAs. I'll just be like, that's all I need to know. That's kind that, of the problem with. I mean, we are guilty of it too. The twenty-four hour news cycle for a sports team that only plays for four months, really. Yeah, it's. I mean, and I'm. I hate it because I. They're the first ones I go to when I look up like new when I want to look up news. I'm like, ooh, any Browns news? Like because there's. I just always get the feeling there's going to be something juicy that I need to talk about. Like if they were so boring, like, like I, the, I like the Saints or something. That's a good one. I was thinking like I don't know maybe even like the Vi- I would say the Vikings, but that whole AP thing was kind of hmm. Like Tennessee, yeah. Just like, just like got better. Nothing happens. Like they're just like, they just have guys that are good guys and they just, you don't hear anything about Tennessee, but they play well. It's like, if that was the Browns, I mean, I'd be happy, but like, I want to, sometimes I want to read about how Jimmy Haslam was indicted or it keeps it interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Just like just something. And I think we're also so used to it. If there's no Browns news, you're like, what's going on? Yeah. it's crazy. We've been so accustomed. Like there hasn't been a lock and four report since God knows how long. Like and a I week think the last, ago, it was the Leonard Fournette one. That's yeah. not a, that wasn't a report. I mean, I'm talking like I'm <laughs> oh, talking yeah, like, like a juicy, juicy inside like brown fight. source yeah. says Jimmy Haslam to sell. You're like what? <laughs> it's like oh my sources were wrong. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. That's well, the that stuff was I all like. when Manzel was here. It was just you know like. Billy Manziel and putting a wig on. How nuts is that? I totally forgot about that. That is so insanely he crazy. He was there. What? Because like, it was like idiot. the brother of a reporter or something was like, I saw Johnny Manziel. Like, I'm not lying to you. I saw him. And the Browns are like, no, nah, he's on the concussion protocol. Like, can you what? imagine if you were in a Vegas casino and you're like, is that Johnny Manziel? Who does, he, he, all he had to do was wait one day. One day, all he had to do was just show up to the game or not even show up. He just had to wait until the Browns played their game and he could have gone and done anything. But he went to Vegas in the concussion protocol. Not just that, but just like, just go home, just go home and sleep. Just Dude, go home. Netflix, I remember he could afford Netflix, Hulu and HBO Go, I'm sure. 
dude, at this time last year, I think they were talking about how he his old coach moved in with him, right, or something, and then he got a dog and was just like. Dog ran away. Living on a golf course. Yeah, living on a golf course instead of downtown Cleveland. Like everyone's like, wow, he's really changed. And then, as we know, I was so hyped when they drafted him too. I was so excited. Yeah, I was excited too. I openly cheered. I think that's part of the reason why I don't like Mahomes that much. Because it's just like I I I heard a why did you like him? No, well I love Johnny when he came (laughs) out, but no, and it's nothing. I, I kind of hold that against Mahomes, but it's also one of those things about um, like kind of the mobile quarterbacks or that that gimmicky offense. Yeah, yeah, you, you just, just associate them all with like RG three and Manziel. You're like, yeah, you I just mean, want like, like uh, Brock Osweiler, but not, like style, not him. Just like so, like a giraffe drops back, can't run. Yeah, like he could literally be six four, 120 pounds, like super skinny. Just if you've got a just grossly skinny, like Gabe from the office. <laughs> like if you could just throw, if you can make accurate throws, then that's all and read a defense. That's all I care about. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, Mahomes is scary. Cause they're like, you know, he's the most raw prospect, but he's got the most upside. I'm like, well, so did Johnny Manziel. Cause there was so much potential. <laughs> and it's not fair to compare those two because I mean that'd be like so Pat um, we're comparing you to Johnny Manziel been to Vegas lately he's like no I've been training like uh huh all right I keep picturing Gabe I keep picturing Gabe from the office trying like, to play football play in the NFL <laughs> uh, makes me laugh do you like him better as Gabe in the office or uh, do you watch Silicon Valley I have not but I've seen Whoa. him in the ads what you got to watch Silicon Valley that's awesome how do you miss it after Game of Thrones. Oh, after Game of Thrones, I usually turn off the TV, lay face down, and just take it all in. And then I watch it again when it's on again. Fair. Fair enough. I, I can't do lead-in shows. You know, like, I'm already... I, it wouldn't be fair to Silicon Valley if oh, I like, watched it right after Game of Thrones, because I'd be like, this isn't Game of Thrones. Like when I watch the... Uh, uh, like when you watch the playoffs, and you try and, you try and get to that last, like, if the game's at 8, you try and get right up to that 8 o'clock as possible, because you'll... I, I don't know how many times I've turned it on at like even eight oh one and that last five minutes of castle is still going on. I can't stand it. Oh yeah. It just never it never you're ends. Like, TNT pregame's gonna be on. Yeah. And it's just like castle. You're like, I know it's these not. two I'm co-stars like, stars hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> I can't watch this. I've seen this I mean, I've seen this same episode. I think every time there's a basketball game on this show, the same episode. Or you turn on the Cavs and it's just like Jeff Phelps grinning at you, you're like, Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> is that a ghost? <laughs> is that a ghost in the chair? Or the ageless <laughs> duo at elk and elk <laughs> oh man we've been the same age for 900 years and we're gonna <laughs> be like oh ooh, we're gonna oh, can I just say can. that i don't we're so ingrained with the elk and elk commercials we don't realize all the comedic potential if they were like actually two elks I or like it's it. just like what kind it's like oh elk and elk it's like people from another country be like elk and elk I'm a big fan of the Norton Furniture guy. Oh, God. <laughs> that was always my favorite creepy commercial growing up. Yeah, it's like when you're younger, you're like, I'm going to stay up till 1 in the morning. And then it's like your lights go out in your house and the Norton Furniture <laughs> commercial comes on. And you're like, oh, my God. I've never sound- been to the store. I don't know if you've ever been there, but I'm assuming it's just like all mannequins. He's, that's his employees. It's just all mannequins. And he like makes you talk to them. Like a Vegas... Uh- nuclear bomb site where it's just a fake a fake town where they Nuketown. test bombs yeah <laughs> well if you'd like to check out you can just go to richard over there and it's just a mannequin clown you're like I, i'm just gonna i'm gonna go elsewhere yeah I'm but that's take... that's neither here nor there but <laughs> I think yeah, we got, so got a little we, bit off on that one 
I mean, it's not. It's a week out from the draft. It's like, well, I could. I can't even think of now. Be like, I'm going to do a seven round mock draft because if I get all the picks right, no one cares. It's not like it's the NCAA tournament where you win cash. We're talking about probably thirty players that like are not going to play for the Browns. They're just not. I mean, Miles Garrett is a very good possibility, but like even Mitch, we've already got so excited. It may not be here. I think didn't we put him in the playoffs already in year one with Mitch? Oh, at least I mean, 10. it's just, a, I mean, at least All 10 throw. games, right? Yeah. It's like, I mean, he could go number two and then the Browns would be like, ah, sh- yeah, well, I don't know <laughs> what I'm going to do. Hugh Jackson would be like, um, oh, well, and they'd take like Nathan Peterman 12. we like, a bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm, I'm liking OJ Howard more and more, but that's a, that's a rabbit hole probably right up until pre-draft. Cause I'm sure it'll change between now and then. Oh yeah. Well, we could talk about that next week too. We'll do. One more episode before the draft. We'll do our final final predictions and win total, win loss records. And then I'm excited because we could finally begin talking about the season because I believe the schedule is coming out very soon. And I mean, we're not gonna, you know, we'll have to. I mean, we'll have to go through and do our record predictions. I'll probably do eleven and five, sixteen and zero. That's well. I mean, the Patriots. Tom Brady's old, so I don't know. He's old. Garoppolo sucks. I mean, <laughs> if he's not here, he sucks. But yeah, I mean, we'll do one more and then we can just talk about all the, you know, all the new players, you know, probably or just all the fourth rounders they trade for. That'd be yeah, I, But in uh, good news, we're on should, Blog Talk Radio now. Very official. This will be the last episode on YouTube as I don't think that's a place people go for podcasts. No, I think there's this a lot of This is news to me. Yeah. YouTube <laughs> is, I mean, I think I use YouTube for like cat videos and puppy yeah. videos but or goat parkour it. yeah so this will be the last one on youtube for four subscribers forever on blog talk radio now and soon this is a uh you know factual claim we'll be on itunes once they approve us i don't know if they're listen, looking up our past histories or probably there's a background seeing check if we in agree to all the terms and agreements yep uh, they're probably what is that South Park episode where they human centipede? Yeah. You didn't agree to that, did you? <laughs> oh no! Well, yeah, of course, we'll be ever there soon. Blog talk radio is cool. It's fun. I could put like thirty ads in if I want. <laughs> we could do segments. We could totally do ads. This hey, we gotta, gotta get Elk and Elk as a sponsor, man. It's gonna be like worse than regular radio. It's gonna be like, hey, welcome to the podcast. We'll be back after this seven minute break. <laughs> It'll be the same ad. Monster Energy times. Drink. Yeah. <laughs> Are you alone? I am alone. I'm actually recording alone. Kit mittens. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get fake ads that make no money. Or we'll make our own for <laughs> fake businesses. But yeah, uh, so we're excited. It is a week before the draft. I can't believe it. I'm almost in God. tears. And the Browns haven't even <laughs> done anything crazy yet. I know. I don't think we're going to be together for the draft, right? I mean, I'm going to be Carol, in my basement. It's Carol's birthday, so... Yeah. Gotta as much as I would like wings. to take my brand new laptop to a bar and get a beer tower and drink it next to my computer. First draft picks, get excited, slap it on my computer, have a heart attack, die. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go home now. <laughs> Thank yeah, you for the hospitality. We'll do one more episode before that, before your mother's birthday, and then we're smooth sailing into the season. We can ignore the Cavs and the Indians, just talk Browns, but... Go ahead. Any closing thoughts? Looks like you're uh, you're grinning there. No, it's just 
don't know. I well, got a good uh, chemistry I got, here. <laughs> I just kind of want to let see how, see what you could come up with. <laughs> just yeah, letting you hang out to dry. <laughs> uh, we're about at 35,000 feet. Uh, Play uh, me <laughs> off, Johnny. <laughs> but yeah, we're excited. We're on Blog Talk Radio, and we are signing off for the second to last time before the draft. So roger, long. roger. Thank so you for long. listening. Auf Wiedersehen. Adieu.